Happy New Year and welcome to the first American RVer of 2008. This month, we take you to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, as Peggy speaks with Jim Davis, Public Relations Coordinator for the City of Gatlinburg. We then meet Pilgrim, a hiker on the Appalachian Trail traveling from Damascus, Virginia, to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And finally, Peg shows you how to make a quick and easy treat in your RV, an open-faced Italian focaccia sandwich. We know you'll enjoy this edition of American RVer. Fall brings us to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and if you've never come, please make it a part of your itinerary. It's a beautiful little town, very rustic, surrounded by the Great Smoky National Park. And here to tell us all about it today is Jim Davis. He is the Public Relations Coordinator for the City of Gatlinburg and the Gatlinburg Department of Tourism. Right, Jim? Yes, ma'am. Jim, tell me about Gatlinburg. It's just absolutely beautiful here. Well, we're pretty proud of our town. We are nestled in the middle of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, um, surrounded on three sides by the park. The park is actually 800 square miles, and you can Ooh. imagine how many miles of trails there are and where you won't free. see anybody. It's and free it's all to go to this free. Park. That's right. It's yeah. one of the few parks that are still, there's no entrance fee at all. Right. And you can come and go as you please, go up and spend the day, come down and stay in Gatlinburg and have a great time and then get up the next morning and all, do it all again. There are so many things to do, horseback riding, fishing. Um, so it's a big outdoor paradise, but there's also a lot of craft people in the area as right. well, I understand. We have an eight mile loop called the Great Smokies Arts and Craft Community and there are over a hundred artisans. Some of them are third, fourth generation people, broom makers, candle makers, uh -huh. carvers, potters you name it and you can find the arts and crafts out there. You can take the trolley out there or you can just take the day, drive. There are, they're in little clusters so mm -hmm. you can find a lot of different knickknacks that are really right. cool and right. unique gifts, gifts. for your friends and That's families. Right. Unique gifts and mementos, you know. Right. You, you take, we collect Christmas ornaments and you can find some pretty cool Christmas I ornaments I bet you out can. There. But you know, if you are an RVer and you don't have a lot of space in your RV, just think gifts for others and they'll have good memories of your travels as well. That's right. <laughs> but tell us about the trolley system. You said the trolley takes that eight mile loop. That's right. We're actually the fourth largest trolley system in the state of Tennessee, even though hmm. this town only has 3,500 people. <laughs> We carry 890,000 passengers a year. Wow. Uh, 50 cents, you can ride anywhere in town during the summer. We have a tan route that takes you into the National Park. You don't even have to drive up there. You can just take the trolley up and, and to a trail or to Sugarlands Visitor Center. It is really a, a neat system where it's all, it's all runs on bio diesel, mm -hmm. B20, mm -hmm. so it's very efficient. Um, we're very proud of it. We have 25 trolleys and they run year round. That's amazing. And now, do the trolleys also go up into Pigeon Forge, your next door we do, neighbor? We do take uh, passengers down to Dollywood. And, uh, and then we also connect with Pigeon Forge at what we call our Spur Welcome Center, which is on uh, the Highway 411 between Pigeon Forge and Sevierville, or 441, I'm sorry. Now, in the wintertime, you also have uh, winter activities such as skiing, right? That's Over right. Over Mountain, is that Over what it's Gatlinburg. Called? Over Gatlinburg. You take the tram up there, or you can drive up there. It's a little bit of a windy road, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's on Ski Mountain. Uh -huh. But you can, they have a uh, new gondola system. They got two new tram cars this year. They're a million dollars that they invested. It's been in operation since the 60s. Really? If we have s snow, and natural snow, it's really neat. And if we uh, can't 
get natural snow than we make snow. They have ah, great snow making capabilities. Okay. They can they can make they can cover their slopes in a couple of days if they when, have the water. When do they start the ski season then? As soon as it gets cold enough. If it's freezing or better, then they can make snow. Okay. Well, what special invitation would you like to give to RVers? RVers. I would say come up and enjoy the mountains and come down in the evenings and, and take a part. You can walk through town. It's a great walking community mm -hmm. in the summertime. And actually, in the, at Christmas time now, we have something called Tunes and Tales, Smoky Mountain Tunes and Tales, huh. where there's live entertainment on the streets every night. It's free. Really? It's really neat. Um, in and the summertime, course, it's, it's bluegrass and, and bands yeah. and, and characters from the mountains, heritage kind of characters. Mm -hmm. And then from November through February, you right. have a winter wonderland? Gatlinburg Winter Magic, it's called. Ah, okay. we, we put a million and a half dollars in a four-year program in LED lights. Wow. So we're saving a, a lot of electricity. Um, LED lights are 90% more efficient than incandescent bulbs, so we're slowly changing them over. They should be done in two more years. Awesome. We've put in another half million this year of new displays of uh, bears and deer. Um, and it's you really can take neat. a trolley ride through those as well, so you don't have to right. drive, so you can just enjoy everything. You can catch a trolley ride, a lights tour. They, they leave on every evening, 6.30, 7.30, and 8.30. Costs four bucks. It takes and it about goes an to hour. charity too, doesn't it? Um, no, it, it goes in this, it just pays okay, for itself. I was itself. thinking there was something related to the United Way. We do a lot of United Way events, like here at yeah. the aquarium we have a shark race. We just had a shark race in September. Okay. We have a Taste of Autumn. That's a neat time to come in September yeah. when people can uh, come and enjoy different tastes of the restaurants. So in Gatlinburg, you can, come, you can come any time of the year and you've got something going on in Gatlinburg. Right. We have a great Christmas parade. We have right. a, the first 4th of July parade in the nation at midnight. on. Uh, on actually July 3rd oh, and, how fun is that? and it is fun we have yeah. great coverage and there are 80,000 people I didn't know I didn't <laughs> believe it but there are that many people That's here a lot of people. and it's not crowded it's really neat right so there are lots of campgrounds around Gatlinburg and the Pigeon Forge area and the Great Smoky Mountains so next time you're traveling this direction make sure you put it on your itinerary up next meet Appalachian trail hiker Pilgrim RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. chance to meet someone who's taking the Appalachian Trail and he's going from Virginia to Georgia. So let's go meet Pilgrim. What's your name? Um, my name is Pilgrim on the trail. So everybody, we all go by a, uh, a trail name. So everybody, you know, has their own little name. And how'd you come up with Pilgrim? Pilgrim, because, uh, well, you're, you're not supposed to ask that question. I'm not. Is it because well, you're an adventurer though? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, I'd say, how did I come up with Pilgrim? Hmm. Well, it's not really well, that critical. Yeah, it's, it's not. I guess um, I was singing a song that uh, it's by Johnny Cash. It's called, uh, I am a pilgrim and a stranger. 
traveling through. It's a uh, it's a gospel song. Yeah. So yep, and I was thinking about that, and that was it. So okay. This is the guy I'm supposed to be hitching a ride with. Okay. So. <laughs> well, when but, when did you start out on the trail? I started out on the trail probably um, on the about a month ago. Uh huh. And where did you start? Ago. In Damascus, Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's about 300 miles ago, and uh, I'm heading down to uh, Springer Mountain in Georgia. Which is like the beginning of the trail. Right, that's like the beginning or the end, depending. Yeah. About 90% of people go northbound on the right. trail instead of southbound, but there's a bunch of people I've been running into. Well, given this southbound. time of year, I think I'd be heading south too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that, that's what pretty much uh, made, my, um, made my trip go this way. Is there a best or worst story that you want to tell about your travels on the trail? Yeah, I'll tell you the worst story that happened so far. I was, um, it's very dry right now. We're going through a big drought. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was on top of one mountain and Iron Mountain. I ran out of water for like, oh, I had like a quart to last me about, about 17 miles. Uh -huh. And I ran out and luckily it had been drizzling a little bit. And I literally got down on my hands and knees and prayed to God that I could get some water. <laughs> And uh, I came across a trash bag on the side of the trail, and uh, it had sitting water in it. So I got down on my hands and knees and slurped it up. I mean, there could have been a dead body in that bag. God answers prayers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. the moral of the story. Yeah. And uh, but I made it, and uh, that was a, that was a trying time, but it was a, you know, it was a good day. I, since I've carried about, you know, I carry about a gallon of water on me now, which is way too much well, are there plenty of stops along the way that you can get water or you can run into civilization yeah for the most part uh the most you'll have to go is about six days probably i mean and that's if you're a slow hiker a lot of these through hikers that hike 2,000 miles they'll go um oh they'll go that's 30 miles in a day oh. i mean sometimes which is just yeah. absurd to me what's so. the biggest lesson you've learned so far biggest lesson slow down in life I mean that's that's pretty much it and uh, and whenever you're going up a hill don't look at the top look at look at the steps right in front of you because uh, you'll stop and you'll get overwhelmed and be like uh, am I ever gonna get through this but if you just if you look yeah yeah taking one step at a time that's right that's exactly right yeah. and uh, that's a lesson I learned very thoroughly out here <laughs> well, Pilgrim, thanks for joining us you on got American it. RV you're up here <laughs> thank at you. Newfound Gap in North Carolina that's right thank North you Carolina or Tennessee depending on which yeah. side of the line you're on well I'm going to Gatlinburg so okay let's see I don't and you lost your ride <laughs> nope he's over there so <laughs> see y'all later you. thank you bye-bye <laughs> After the break, Peggy creates a tasty, open-faced Italian focaccia sandwich. You don't want to miss that. RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on-site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. Today I'm going to make an open-faced Italian focaccia sandwich. Sort of had a hankering for pizza, but I didn't really want all that grease and heaviness of the pepperoni and the sausage. So this is kind of a vegetarian kind of pizza using a focaccia bread. Of course, true to form, I went to the store to find focaccia bread and they didn't have any. 
So instead, what I'm using is just a simple pizza crust. This happens to be the Boboli, and it's the original, so it's a little bit thicker, because you know a focaccia bread is thicker than a pizza crust. So we're gonna start with that. This also has chicken on top, and there's a couple of ways you can get cubed chicken. You can bake your chicken and shred it, or you can go to the store and buy something that's already done. Or you can buy one that's maybe pre-cooked, say rotisserie cooked at your store, and then shred it from there, and that'll work just as well. First thing we're gonna do is go ahead and make our spread that's gonna go on top of the focaccia bread. And I am using the Tyson Premium Chunk Chicken Breast for this, because it's just so easy. Just pour that in my bowl. And the nice thing is this serves maybe three or four people, depending on how hungry you are. The other thing that this recipe calls for is Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. And I tell you, it makes a really good flavor with this chicken, this pre-cooked chicken. So I'm going to put in just a quarter of a cup of the uh, ranch dressing. Very easy. This is like a four-ingredient recipe so that anybody can make this, and it doesn't take up a lot of space or it doesn't take up a lot of time. In fact, when you broil it, it only takes four minutes. I'm also going to put a green onion in this mixture. So basically get your green onion and we're going to just going to chop it up small. I'll put it in with my, it doesn't have to be too small, depends on how you like your onion. If you like to really taste the flavor of the onion, go ahead and chop it up as big as you want to. This is a fun thing to make. You can cut it up in small pieces for appetizers, or you can make bigger pieces just like you would, you know, a pizza. It makes a quick, easy lunch, a quick thing you can bring with you to somebody's house if you want to. And that's it for that. Now the one thing you want to do with this um, chicken is you want to make sure that it's not chunked anymore because you don't want big chunks of chicken on top of that focaccia bread. So do just stir it around a little bit and get those chunks broken down so it's more like it's shredded chicken. Nice. And this will actually fill that whole bobbly crust. And as you can see by my toaster oven, which I have set to broil, so it'll be nice and hot by the time we're ready to cook this, um, that is not gonna fit. So before we're ready to put that in the oven, we're going to go ahead and cut that so it will actually fit in our toaster oven. So we're just basically stirring this up. This is just so easy. Anybody can do this, male, female, child. This would be a good thing to do with your grandkids when they come to visit. Be a nice, easy way to get them involved in the cooking process. Now I took my kitchen shears and went ahead and opened up my Boboli crust package. You know, I live by these kitchen shears. I wouldn't have it any other way than to use those. But remember, it's just not any old pair of scissors because you don't want to be cutting paper or anything other than food items with this. And the really neat thing is look at how easy it cuts this whole crust. Now you could cut it with a knife too if you want to. It doesn't really matter. And I know that my oven is a little bit too short for that, so I'm just going to cut off the ends of those two. We'll have those later for a different kind of snack. So now I've got my piece of bobbly that's going to fit into my toaster oven. Basically, really just going to take half of my chicken mixture, which, you know, is all shredded, put that on top, and I tell you that ranch dressing is really good in here. It's got a really great flavor. And of course, this came from a Hidden Valley Ranch recipe cookbook, so they want you to use that particular brand, but it really does taste good. Easy enough to put that on. 
Now, the other thing I got is some really fresh basil. Now, this looks really good the way it is, but when I bought it in the store, it came in one of these packages, and it was a little dried out and limped, limp, rather. So one thing you can do to freshen up that dried basil or the fresh basil that's dried out is to go ahead and just put it in a little bit of water. Make sure the stems are down in the water, and it looks like you just picked it from your garden. I love fresh basil. So we're going to, this wasn't really in the recipe, but we're going to go ahead and add some fresh basil. You can tear this with your fingers, or you can just simply chop it up with a knife. And we're going to put that right on top of the chicken mixture. Really add some nice flavor. Doesn't have to be in any particular order. The next thing I'm going to do is go to the refrigerator and get some uh, provolone cheese and put that across the top. And also, we're going to slice some tomatoes to put that on. Now, you could use provolone cheese or you could use Swiss cheese. It's just whatever your favorite is. And I happen to choose provolone this time. But first, let's go ahead and slice this tomato. I'm using just a regular bread knife because it has a little bit of a serrated edge. And I find that it stays sharper. And so I like that for cutting my tomatoes. We're going to slice those very thin because you don't want to get a big mouthful of tomato when you bite into this great sandwich. But you want that nice flavor and get a nice tomato. And of course, if you're someplace where you get fresh tomatoes all year, more power to you. But if you're not, look for some that are nice and red and ripe and just will make all the difference in the world in this particular sandwich. So let me just cut about half of this tomato because we'll use the other half for the rest of the bread. Layer that on top of your chicken and that lovely basil. Mm. It's looking good already. It's already smelling good. I can smell that basil chopping that up. You're really going to love this. Let's put that off to the side. And now we're just going to add two slices of the provolone cheese. And you know provolone comes with a little paper in the middle, so make sure you take that off. Slice those. Put those slices right on there. Simple as that. We're going to put that in the oven now, and we're just going to let it broil for about four minutes. We just want that cheese to start getting brown and everything to get heated up. Just like that. I'm going to set my timer for four minutes so I don't have to think about it. And I'll show you what it looks like. Now, it's been about four minutes. This is done perfectly. You won't believe how good this smells. I cannot wait to try it. So take that out carefully from your oven, and you can see how it's just lightly browned. And if you wanted to use some Parmesan cheese before you put that in the oven, you could certainly sprinkle that as well. Now you're ready to just cut it up and eat. So please enjoy. You can use a pizza cutter, you can use a knife, whatever you're comfortable with. For all your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.